Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Krakoa Radio. It is me, your skinny legend, the Dowager Table Night, the Table Night of the Night of the Tables of Everything. Better than the rest of you girls, and we have proven that Table Night is that girl in X-Men Red this week, but we'll get to that. I am here with my fellow co-host, the Beardless, Beardless Zen, Black Word. Hey, it's me, the scribe of Table Dusk. Hey, real quick, everyone, why don't we go down the list and mention all the Omegas on our table? Um, okay, so who I have, you know, on my table, I have black. Why the fuck are I blank for a second? They all did. Excuse me. So we're they, this conversation is over. Disgusting, disgusting thing. You lint liquor. Poor cootie queen. You lint liquor. <laughs> Icons. Okay. So. <laughs> and also, I follow a fellow co-host who I hope has read all his books this week. The Wind God, Vontae. Vontae, <laughs> the reason is if I, in fact, have read all books today. Well, excuse me, for this week, because I'm quick to tell you, I'm quick to tell you, I will not, I did not read that shit, and I will not apologize for it. <laughs> it's like I once, am, I, okay. once a it's week, baby. Word. Once a week, we can just, like, you can pirate it. Or you just read a Wikipedia article. We don't condone pirating. However, if you get to read it, however you get to read it, that's not my fault. It's not like he doesn't have the resources or the will. He's just not going to. I'm that's not, the problem. I'm not, go, I'm not <laughs> going to do it. Like, they kept talking about, okay, because my thing is, we all reached an agreement that, oh, we're not going to cover this. We're not going to do that. Next thing you know, they talking about, oh, well, I don't cover, we don't cover Wolverine issues, such and such. And I'm like, well, y'all said we wasn't reading it, so I'm not fucking reading <laughs> We have never so, said we were not reading Wolverine. That's a bullshit. We was not, no, I'm not full of, well, yeah, a little bit. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> hit you like an uncle. You out here telling stories? I am telling a little story. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna read it. Like, we ain't never say we ain't covering Wolverine. We cover Wolverine every single time we come up in here. We drag the shit. That's the humor of the show. You come to see us to have to event. read Wolverine. If it's related to a certain event, I can, under, I can understand that. But other than that, anyway, I ain't spending my time. It's my been related to I'm other events the last five fucking issues. I'm not, spending my, I'm not spending my introduction talking about this. So it's Vontae of the Storm. Region is here. Table day. Um, yeah, it's good. Baby's just a know. little bit cranky because she hasn't had a bottle this week. Fuck you. Vontae got on his crib do-rag, too, so we don't want no trouble today. This is my fighting do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, without further ado, the man of the hour who has the fattest ass on any top I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is just a man. Just a man. Well, thank you for that delectable um, introduction there. This is the, you know, your representative from Table Dawn. Just me and my one Omega. Because I don't have nobody else on my table. Everybody else did. But you know. see? See, see, see the maturity 
that takes to say that 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 my table is dead. How easy it is to say that. You know, not Steven. My table's not dead, I, you decrepit bitch. <laughs> I would love to have Legion join my table. I would love to have... Uh, um, Ooh, that, that'd, be, that'd be a good circuit party. Actually, like, who, should, who should join Vulcan, the... I Legion should join my table. Mm. Mm, can't let white me on the table. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so today... Legion is cute. Legion? No, no, and they had no, white. And Tarn no, was on there before. Legion is Palestinian. Is his mother like from the area? She's Israeli. That would cause controversy. That's why why you don't talk about Legion's ethnic identity. Because he's Israeli. We passed a Jewish no, no, man no, for an Israeli. Israeli. <laughs> I think she just now lived, or she lived in Israel. Um, because she was Jewish, because she was a Holocaust survivor, also her and Magneto. Ah, uh, so okay, she might be an Israeli national. Racially, she's ethnically Jewish. she's Jewish. Racially, she's white. Yes. See how we get race nationality, race. Basically, she's a colonizer. I mean, so was Magneto. Yeah. Wait, no, I don't think um, Magneto never. Lived Magneto in, was Jewish. He was Jewish, yeah. But he was never he, Israeli. Never Israeli. He was German? Because you know he wouldn't, you know, he don't really get down with that. Like, he don't. <laughs> Magneto doesn't like white people other than his husband. And you know, when they talk to him, you know, when, you know, when Kitty Pride walked up to him and talked to him about Jewish things, he looks at her and go, Why do you think I would be okay? <laughs> it's, it's kind of like when white, it's kind of like when they asked me to join the brotherhood um the masters of evil and that by baron zemo like girl do you know i don't like nazis <laughs> let's go what the fuck he's right like any storyline where i see you magneto next to red skull i know they're not writing well they're not writing well it's like anytime Storm asks for permission, I know the story is not going to be good, a good Storm story. Because if Storm's asking for permission, she's not being Storm. Again, it's the difference between being the bitch, that bitch, and a bitch. All right? The bitch, that bitch, a bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, today we are reviewing uh, Exterminators number three, New Mutants number 32, X Force number 35, Marauders number nine, Mortal X Men number nine, and X Men Red. Number nine. Sorry we missed you guys last week, but we were not coming on for one book because we needed to take a break and rest. Listen, and girl, we only had they a survived. few books before that, and like Henry was still flying. Henry was high off his ass, still flying like a kite. And we were just like, baby, we have like what two books? You can stop. <laughs> it's fine. Wow. They're showing up, they're gonna listen to this. You don't have to. <laughs> It's gonna be eleven books this week, but it's gonna be eleven books this week. We're flying for a reason, okay? (laughs) We are. We are gonna have a great time. Uh, Any other things to add to to the minutes? Um, if Henry needs to vote to approve the agenda, beard right now. One more time. So what? Said 
So, so what about my beard? I said, if you come up with the fact that I'm beardless right now, I'm going to go upside your you, head you, with a dark crisis omnibus. You actually look great beardless. You have a beautiful face. Like thank you really you, look thank you. like 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 you you without a I'm, I'm not saying that you were an ugly brother with the beard. However, you are so adorable without your beard. Like your, the butt chin, I think it's so cute. You are so cute. I love thank that. You. Like, you are so adorable. It is like it 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 like it adds this level. I, I'm not even talking shit. It just like it adds this level of like like I eat pussy, but I will take your man. Energy, like it's very, it's, it's very profound. I love, I love you, beardless. I mean, I, I mean, I do get the fuzz and everything too, but like with that little butt showing, oh, uh, that 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 is like a beauty mark to me. I think it's hot. You should keep it. You should hide Listen, that. Oh no! I almost fucked around and like one of my coworkers was throwing at me. Um, it was one of the first times I really had a lot of sexual energy thrown at me by a woman. Usually, I'm the one who has to pursue. I was just like, oh my God, this is so great. I'm not going to do it. I don't, don't shit where you work, all right? Don't shit where you eat, baby. Uh, you're a right. co-worker. <laughs> you're a co-worker. But she was also doing this weird thing. With, I don't think she knew I was bi. Because she was like choosing between me and this other dude. And we're all black. We're the only black people like, in the office, really. There's like mm-hmm. 10 of us. And so she was choosing between me and him. I was like, does she not know I'm going to fuck both of you? <laughs> right, we all do you're, together. You're making choices. You could have both. Fully. And she said that we're going to Soho House. Was that office party? She said, we go to Soho House after this. I'm like, actually, I need to go home because if I stay out, we're all going to make that happen. <laughs> and also, it was a work night. Like, we're, we got to go to work. I don't know why I did an office party during the work week. We got to go to work tomorrow. I hate when they do that. Let's have an office party and go out drinking on a Tuesday. Girl, we work tomorrow. Right. And they were like, Oh, no one's going to drink. So first of all, we're creative. This is the creative department. Of course we're going to drink. They said as soon as they, we walked through the front door, we said we knew you guys were like accounts or anything. We just knew you guys like as creatives because you all came in dressed dapper as fuck and all look fly as hell. I said, thank you. You see it. You also are going to have nine shots of tequila. And the office is going to pay for it because it's an open bar. <laughs> I love that. All right, praise the Lord. Third jam. Okay, so mm-hmm. first up is exterminators. Yes. All right, judges, your scores. Eight. Ten. A ten. I didn't read it. What? What? Oh, you day, fucking day. bitch. You <laughs> fucking bitch. After you, you done fucked up my introduction, you all talk about something you didn't read it. Don't say nothing else about me reading anything ever again. I'm going to say everything about you not reading shit every single time. This is a conscious choice. I said... I'm not reading this. Um, not because this is bad. It's just because I'm like, I, I have so much brain power I need to dedicate to something else. <laughs> wow. Lord. Anyway, I got hurt. <laughs> I am hurt. 
I'm very hurt, but I um I gave it an eight. Gave it an eight. So why so why eights? Um, because the collector. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that revelation, I was like, okay. It is like it's a shitstorm of a story. I don't know what's going on. I do, however, enjoy the fact that um, it's just funny to me. It's just a funny book, but it's just like they're retelling the story about like what happened in these series of events, and somehow they're all in like these weird costumes. Like Laura's a witch, and Dassler is a cheerleader. They all dressed in like these really weird outfits. Boom, boom is funny as shit to me. Um. Laura still whipping ass with one with one claw hand is really funny to me. Um, I and but the thing is like they're at the choir council like they're about to go down to the pit. No one knows why. But then they're like key cackling and making jokes. They made Exodus laugh. I'm here for this. Yeah, because it's definitely a fun. It's definitely a fun book. And then they talked about Dazzler, They talked about Dazzler's ass a lot. So Miss Mama's got some cheekage back there, obviously. Right. Um, Boom Boom can obviously use her nipples to <laughs> make time right. bombs that I'm 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 here for. Use what you so, got to. Why is Laura's arm not healing? It's healing. It's healing slow. I'm like it's growing. It's growing slow. And what how did they walk off her arm if she has an adamantium skeleton now? That's that's what I, I said too. I think it was um, because of the the cage or the glass or whatever being being magic. I think that's that's the only that and also this could be said, reasoning. This could be said before she got resurrected, and uh, they accidentally gave her an adamantium full body skeleton. Because Proteus was like, "Oh wait, she's the Wolverine that doesn't have the full skeleton." Oops. He said, "Girl, oh. it don't matter." He walked away. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Oh, well. You don't get the fuck out of my face. You, you don't do as good of a Scottish accent as Connor Goldsmith. Don't. You shouldn't compare me to legends, okay, Showtime? See, this why I'm, I'm just, not giving you no pussy. This is why I'm not giving you no pussy because you, you say shit like that. All right. That's fine. I can get pussy anywhere I want. Oh. Not mine, though. Oh. Am I missing out on something? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I find out. oh okay. I mean, my face. I don't have nothing else to say about this fucking book. I'm just going to be honest there. And that's why I didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing, anything to say about it. And I'm like, I don't think this book is made for me. Look, this is the fun, but we just got to figure out, I guess, why they're, about, you know, why they're before the choir council. What, what the hell are we wrong? So I think that's all we got to conclude. This should have just been a story series. But I will say one thing I've noticed lately in Marvel, there's been like an uptick in more vampire focused books. Like the vampires have been everywhere lately. So good for them. Hmm. Good for them. They're only, they're only 10 years too late. 
Well, Comics Code didn't let them use vampires for so many fucking years. Yeah. Comics Code. Oh, what a time. Right. Can't say gay. Nobody can kiss on panel. Right. Unless you're a heterosexual. It's out of that, huh? Okay. The other thing I want to mention, too, I will say the one thing that was good in this book was them using their... um become a, mut- a mutant circuit between Boom Boom, uh, Jubilee, and Dazzler to break the um, thing to get out. That was one of the highlights of the book for me. Is that when the charm was formed uh, the power yeah. of three? Yeah. Is that when the charm was formed the power of three? No, it actually, they actually use a really good mutant circuit to break that mirror to keep it open and get out. But this is the crazy part. It's just like how the Krakoan Age is really focus on really, really, really getting these mutant circuits together and really making it make sense. I love that. All right. It gives them greater avenues to talk about how powers work rather than just being boring and so-and-so's going to make sparkles with their fingers. Right. And somehow, like, scientifically using, like, fake science to kind of make it make sense, that's kind of, like, the fun Mm -hmm. part of it all. Even though, like, you know, these things are not real-life reality things, we know how somebody with like power kinetic powers and light powers and 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 boom and bomb dropping tits is going to like break glass, but whatever, it's it's great. It is magic. <laughs> Speaking magic. of magic, a book that is drastically in in, in need of magic. New oh, thirty two. I did, I'm joking. <laughs> I read New Mutants. <laughs> I'm about to drop this book. Uh, Man, judges, four. just four. Four. Eight. Five and a half. You just got heat in your spirit. <laughs> I, 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 I want to say a six. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I don't, I don't give like a that. single fuck about any of these girls. I give it an eight. No girl story is good to me. I'm sorry. I I empathize so much with no girl. I'm sorry, Cerebella. Cerebella. I think it's because she's from three other niggas and the flying turtle. Oh, what? Why are we here? I, Listen, I, I'm, with, no. I'm with Daddy Steve on this. I agree. Cerebella is the best part of this story. However, yeah. I really don't care for Escapade. I don't give a fuck about her flat skin friend. I want to know more. I do want to know more about the telepathic kid and and Wolfbane. Why are you here again, sweetie? I will uh, say, especially because, like, he is a bit of a representation. He's just not black representation because there's not really a lot of Asian telepaths other than Quanin, Quanin and him, and uh, Karma. But Karma is like only technically. <laughs> she's a she's a specialized telepath. Karma yeah, knows how she decides she is, okay? The she, Moonstar. When she feels like, like it. <laughs> when Karma feels like she's a telepath, she's a telepath. At the moment, she's not. <laughs> right. I'm just not... I'm not I'm not a fan of... The, the book is really stupid to me. I, this new turn is... I, don't, I just don't like Escapade. I don't, I don't like her powers. I don't like none, nothing about her. They can, they, they can yeah. get her... Her powers Maybe. don't make no goddamn sense. You swap they places really with people, but you don't swap places with people. Like what? Okay, I'm good. No, I don't, I don't have to figure this out. And then it's they like, leave what's her name? Alice. Black Alice. 
Black Alice from DC, whose power is she can borrow the abilities of any magical hero or anyone with magic, and she can just adopt your powers, all your abilities, everything. It's very much that. But she has to walk um, a mile in your shoes and understand who you are uh, for her to take your place. That's a lot of ground. I don't think it shouldn't be escapade. It should be swap, first and foremost. All right? Yeah, like... Yeah, like, can she even spell escapade? Like, and also it's like, and I think also the trope of the mutant that does not want to be their mutant is really tired now. Like, Krakow was a choice. Fucking pride. Yeah, Krakow was a choice. You being on the team is a choice. Emma kind of forcing her to new mutants is kind of weird. I'm just like not. I'm not. I'm not feeling. It doesn't feel organic anymore. It feels really stupid, especially because like now the adults are out of the book. I really just like like. It was great seeing Magic and Warpath and Karma and um, Moonstar and all of them like being the adults in the room and then working with the kids to make them figure like you know passing along the knowledge. But I'm not feeling any of this shit. Well, now that Rain is the adult in the room, why Rain can never be the adult in the room because everyone can just look at her and go, "You fuck one of your students." Didn't didn't you do that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. She's the worst. Like I don't like go. Please go find her child and get her something to do. So she should be a mother, so she can leave the rest of us alone. Yeah. Oh, it could have replaced her on the team with her son. I like That's her what son. I'm saying. I don't want she's even there. Why are you here? I liked her son. He was a little cutie, and what happened to him was really fucked up. They still haven't figured out where he's at. So there's they that. Have I think- not. Maybe that's what Esca- Escapade is going to do. She's going to take this place for her son, figure out where the fuck he is. Well, they could have just, inter- just introduced her when they were ready to tackle that topic. I don't know. Just I like her power. Her power has levels to it. You know, I like the power with levels to it, all right? I like a power which, even if it's straightforward, it's fucking bonkers. Her power being, like, I can take your place, and when I take your place, you suffer from an identity crisis. I can swap anything. It's like very much a power you would see in the gifted. And the gifted would make that power, like over the course of it, seem really useful and really interesting, but it's just so straightforward. The gifted was the comparison that you made there. Listen, I know some of you girls don't that like the gifted. Is in, is did the you watch show. the gifted? Because I have to ask that I question. It's fucking awful. You watched both seasons of The Gifted. I watched the first season, watched a couple episodes of the second season, and said, The second season became all about intersectionality. Literally, just flat out. This is when we got Black writers in the room. We're going to discuss intersectional issues and, like, just mutant as a metaphor. And we're going to, whatever was going on with some of those storylines last season, we have a lot of people of color here. Let's mix all that shit together. And they did. And it was great. It was a great season. Yeah, I actually was really shocked that the second season was better than the first season. Like, I thought it was good all around. Really mad when mm-hmm. you get that third season. Really mad about that. Because when Blink stepped in out of that portal looking like Blink from the AOA, I was like, oh, the, my the God. She made the spike and was like, okay, I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. My body's ready. I was. I enjoyed Eclipse. I enjoyed Polaris. I like I liked everything. I, I love uh, Reva Page. I loved her. Like. Mm-hmm. Reva being like we can't get Emma Frost to make a black woman literally as cunt but much more much more right about everything she's talking about. I don't think they right. should have disagreed with her. Reva wasn't wrong about anything she was fucking saying. 
<laughs> right. The only thing that was like the only the only thing out that series that was really weird was like the Fenris twins because like we know what their comic book uh, origins were like versus what we got in the gifted. So that was kind of like who. Uh, uh, it was what? a big question mark why they even decided to taint that series until you remember it's on Fox. It felt like a right. higher up going like, oh, we can make this like you know really dark and edgy because Game of Thrones is real popular right now. And so, like, I don't know why they use Fenris. You based a sense. whole. X-Men television series on the Fenris twins. And it didn't even really, like, you could have made them Summer's twins. I think it's just a a thing of saying, like, the dark legacy of this man is built on, like, he's he's exploiting people in the same way that his Nazi grandparents did. Yeah, I thought... Go ahead. I don't know. I wasn't going to say anything. I don't think any of us can get down to the nuts and bolts about why it was the Fenris twins. I don't even think the anyone in the writers room knew why it was the Fenris twins, but they didn't really touch on it that much throughout the series, except right. when they needed to show the backstory because about how, like these how genetic do you touch powers. That? How do you touch that without being like immediately radioactive toxic and deading those characters? Well, Which is well, ironic. I, right. They I like the incestuous Nazis. The fruit of what would become the mutant circuit was introduced and the gifted. It was really, it was really great to watch, and I will say, out of all fairness, the great thing about it is it didn't, it didn't end poorly like Heroes and uh, Once Upon a Time did. Oh, heroes did end bad. We never had to, we never lived the fact that it ended that way. It ended on a high. Uh, but the only action in television, live action television sh- series that I respected was Legion. I thought Legion was good too. I enjoyed Legion. It was really like, good. It just was very fucking trippy. I love Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza did it for me. That was that was that. Was, you know what? You know, like that trend on TikTok going around because Showtime doesn't the Showtime doesn't have TikTok. Um, Mm-mm. That train going around was like, you know, they like the person is the show, but they're actually the show. Legion thought he was the show. The show was really about Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. She made the show. La- Aubrey Plaza was everything. That bitch was bad. I loved her. Oh, I loved her in that show. I loved I, her and um, Ptolemy. I would have fucked Ptolemy. I want to fuck Ptolemy. He's who I, I swear is th- is third eye. I want to say, you know what? I want to think the same same thing. You're right. Cause like now that I'm thinking about it now, I wonder. Steven, do, you got nerve friends in publishing. Ask them. They know the tea. <laughs> I can just DM Victor and ask them. <laughs> right. Hey, Victor, go, did you watch Egypt and Inspire? Like <laughs> you really should. You really should tweet him and ask him because that is a really valid question. Because Ptolemy was a really was a real. They had really great characters. Good point, Showtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, really great. Egypt was really. It was the first time that I saw. Um, Shadow King used as a villain, and he was legitimately terrifying. Yeah, because oh, they yeah, didn't want to away from the fact that, but the astral plane on itself is everything you need to make this shit terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he was talking like, to Jay about like representations of telepathy in the astral plane. And he's like, people really um, said with astral projection, people kind of skin it from like the most interesting parts of what that practice was, like and like boil it down to just this really simplified version that still exists 
within this plane that when it shouldn't. If you're going to be an astral projector, go to the astral plane. Show how fucked up the mental landscape is. Yeah, like that shit was crazy. It was I I, I enjoyed it. Shadow King was scary as shit to me. Mm-hmm. But um, rain. <laughs> we have rain instead. Yeah. I, I will say I don't like seeing rain, and so they actively. I think this book needs to do more work because they're doing a lot of like I won't say apologies, but I think they're taking the time to walk through these characters like personalities. I feel like rain is the one they're sidestepping because they don't want to discuss what she did with Elixir. Because it was hot at the time, and I try my best not to blame her as a character for it, and blame the authors for trying to do something that was topical, but, like, felt scandalous, and it wasn't good <laughs> to do as a story. What's to do the elixir? I don't know everything. All right, so and during that time, they were doing very much Degrassi, but the X-Men. Okay. And so, Rain was like the cool teacher that all the kids loved and was like, you know, the bad child of Xavier's Institute. And she started uh, a courtship with Elixir as his teacher. And, and slept with him. Slept with him. See, that's part of, see, you know what? That's, that's part Mirage of how I found out and it's what kind of ended their bond for a few years. Oh wow! This became a controversy. It was a controversy because, and like, she was and Elix, um, Moonstar uh, adopted Elixir around that same time. So technically, he was her son. Oh yeah, you just slept with my slept with my child. Oh yeah, she was pissed. And it's like levels to it, like the betrayal. Like she was in charge of her own team. Her team really, like, looked at her as, like, a mother figure, especially the mutants who had, like, physical mutations, especially the animal mutants. And so she was, like, in the middle, she was, like, getting into her scroll of being, like, like, telling these kids, like, hey, if anything happens, rely on me, come to me. Pixie especially. People don't know today that Pixie was Rain's uh, student. Like, he was, she was on her squad. That was her... Teacher that she taught her everything that she knows. I think she also recruited her because you know, if you went to the home country of any mutant during that time, they were sending people from that country, so they sent Rain to go get um Pixie, I believe, in the same way that uh Gentle was picked up by Storm. Oh, wow! Then she quit, left the team forever, and went to go to do X Factor. Um, and they never addressed it afterwards, really. Um, and then it just turned into, um, well, where's my half Asgardian magical werewolf son? Where's my kid? Though, again, what Strong Guy did to her was really fucked up. Um, and I hope she gets her, t- her moment in the crucible. Yeah, Rain wants to be Halle Berry so bad. Oh, Rain is J Lo in enough at all times. Every aspect of J Lo in enough. For real. That's, that's being really nice. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. I don't get why you gotta take this book so much. I, I see the merit in it. 
I enjoyed Cerebella. It's good or interesting. Like, um, you can't hold me. Cerebella's story is the rest of the characters suck ass. I think I agree with you. But I feel like the book is good. I think that like they need to really. I think I think that like, it should be less about es- introducing escapade because introducing escapade is watering down the the importance of Cerebella's story about autonomy and identity and how important that thing is. I agree with you, Steve. I think Cerebella's story is great, but I think it being frightened and commingled with escapade's story is ruining it. Well, if I it's agree. Too, was it's if too many escapade. new characters. Don't nobody give a fuck about. If Escapade was more so used as a supporting character, and then they put right. Cerebella to like put put Cerebella to the front to address her trauma and what she went through and how she's still adjusting to getting a new her getting an actual body, then I felt like it would have been more a uh, more captivating story. But we're talking about Escapade and her little her little flat scan best friend and and, and, and some prophecy about him dying. Or some shit. He's not a flat we don't care about that. His power just sucks. <laughs> he flash His power enough. is he can turn things to chocolate. That power is trash. He's flashing enough. He's a half scan. I think that's what they call them in the, in the um in annual problem, like weaker meat. We call them half scans. No. Oh, I forgot his. I, oh, I forgot he turned shit into chocolate. Okay, well, he's still flash scanning. Fucking Majid Boo face ass bitch ass. Oh my god! <laughs> he's a child. <laughs> he's fictional. He's a picnic. He's a picnic. Leave him alone. <laughs> Get off him. <laughs> ah, yeah. Turn the chocolate, girl. Get out of here. <laughs> How would that even work? Uh, like, how would that even work offensively? <laughs> like, oh, no, it can work offensively. Like, they just don't want to oh, talk it can about really it. work offensively. That's a deadly power. <laughs> really I feel like I feel like he would be recruited as a horseman of famine <laughs> by Apocalypse if Apocalypse came across him a thousand years ago. But how do you use that in in a circuit? Like, you just gonna go cook? Because that's all you gonna do? He make a he make a, a circuit with Firestar. Make some hot chocolate. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Are we gonna do a circuit with um with uh with Jumbo Carnation and that other girl make Easter egg baskets? Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be adorable, really. I oh, think we should send them to Araco. Send them to Araco. Uh, you the, can fuck with the him. Chocolate boy and egg together and make you know Cadbury eggs. Right. He could have gotten rid of the Terrigen Mist. Totally fucking useless damn power. Just send his ass to go get Impox with the Inhumans. Goodbye. Remember that girl who was in the Iceman comics and her power was she could make, uh, she could harden her mucus. She could harden her snot into like daggers and shit. That's a, that's a more useless power than making chocolate. That's a party trick, you know? That's a good What was If I can harden my snot, then I turn into a ninja from fucking Naruto. His code name should be Wonka. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they do oh not the triage to give him useless shit. I know, I know exactly how he can use his power. I figured it out. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I if I had his power, walk with me on this. If I had his power, I would frame bottoms for painting. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, wow. That... And, my, and, my, and my superhero name would be Hershey Highway. 
It'd be great. It'd be great. You know how many niggas on Twitter that I, I would purposely turn like, oh, uh, you creaming? Chocolate now. Speaking of Hershey Highway, let's move to X4. <laughs> there is no speak of Hershey Highway for this showtime. There's no easy pivot. <laughs> no idea how to get out of that. Hershey Highway. Leave my daughter Sarah Bella alone. And that's all we're going to say. And this sublime is horrible. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be like, I'll be hiding in the closet. You see, just a hand. So we know what Henry's bonkai is. Just making <laughs> giant chocolate hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like making the girls paint. Oh, she painted. Mm. Yeah, that'd be my superpower. Making the girls paint. Hershey Highway. Do you think he can turn to human chocolate like the human torch can? Oh, it's a great it's a, it's a great power to have. I just think we need to go full balls to the wall. Like, we how we went with gold balls. We were just like, his power is really dumb, but it's really good in a visual way. And we're just going to stand for him. But no bullshit. They made him. No, that's a, that's a mutant circuit. Gold ball five. and him going to make chocolate eggs. Or he could but have he like was, a. Uh, or he could have ahead. like a. He could have like a liquid chocolate form, kind of like Hydro Man or something like that. So he just turns into a big puddle of paint. If you well, when you say it like that, but <laughs> <laughs> they were going to bring this character back and change his powers, but he can generate any food ingredient. Like Emma, Emma, Emma sleep at the wheel. I'm gonna come for Emma. Emma sleep at the wheel because Emma was smart. She would use him to make chocolate and to have the Hellfire Trading Company sell cocoa with chocolates and make another source of revenue for the island if she was smart. Because We're if he can turn into drugs and chocolate form, mm-hmm. right? Like if he, if he can make anything into chocolate, does it taste like chocolate? Does it like if you, you I just put a whole bunch of shit like a whole bunch of like wooden shaped things that you turn them all into chocolate. We're gonna wrap them up and sell them. Everyone's talking like, shit, but no, a diabetic like, hate his ass. Like 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 the same way the same way they use tempo to make a uh, whiskey. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Every mutant has their place. Every mutant has their place. Nope. I'm just saying. That's just me thinking. I do but wish that he's Boy more was... interesting as a character than Escape or whatever the fuck her name is. Escapade, Escapade. yeah, he's bringing the character here. Um, he I would I would appreciate him. I really appreciate the power. His power just sucked, and he just with the group just hanging out with them. They were just talking about, yeah, your gift doesn't have to be anything like complicated. It's okay. You can be friends with us. And we have Water Boy over here. A bunch here, of Iraqis you know? who have stupid ass fucking powers too. Right. They do. They have a lot of stupid powers over there. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the root of the story is Cerebella, and I think they need to continue to contribute to, like, fluffing her out. But I do respect that this is now established as the comic you use when you're doing, like, interesting character work. And I think we can thank uh, Vida Yala for that. Um, I think Vida Yala is a much better very hard-executed, like, story of her. I don't think it means it's a bad book right now. I think it's just we're following characters, and this is like that. This is like the part of the season where like your favorite character is being like kind of backseated, and you got to sit through some other stupid character. It's like Elena Gilbert in the Vampire Diaries, and when you want to watch Bonnie Bennett. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, that. Okay, moving on. 
Okay. Yeah. Horse number 30, 35. Judges your scores. Nine. Eight, nine. Nine. I'll give it a. I'll give it an eight. So, so, so you have how many itches you got? Ask that question again. I have Nessie look right into the camera. <laughs> Was that huh? Because <laughs> he's gonna take up for his daddy. Ask that question have, not how many inches you have. That's not an insulting question. That's not even half is not a bad amount. That's a pretty healthy I amount. Be sure I heard you. Eight and a half is a healthy amount. Mm-hmm. I was but just yeah. ecstatic that um, Beast was in handcuffs by the end of the season. Absolutely, execute his ass. Like he's really, 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 like, like he's really out here living his bad scientist. Fantasies. Omega Red had to be like, nah, nah, Playboy, you not doing this no more. Omega fucking Red. Of all people. Of all people. Omega Red said, you bitches is messy. <laughs> oh my god, Omega Red walked into this bitch and said, yeah, you guys like have been like doing weird shit from this jump. And like, I'm not cool with it. <laughs> Also, I lived for um, uh, Sage attacking this little tree monster thing with um, Black Tom's power. I need a Will-O-Wisp. Can you just send one to me, please? Thanks, girl. Flamethrower. She killed it with her alcoholism. I loved it. Mm-hmm. At least I had his uses. My good sense is going through it with the alcohol. She really is. I'm kind of getting tired of rooting for a Salem to do something cool and then, like, it's just not getting it. He's Deadpool without the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. I think my problem is I keep waiting for him to give me backstory, but I think they're doing that Claremont thing. They said, oh, we're going to introduce a black story for 10 years, LOL. I'm like, you can't do that in comics anymore. You can't. You can't. (laughs) <laughs> you're not allowed to like it's because people don't have the patience like you don't have a book that's going to run a year probably you're going to have a book that's going to run six issues and stop like oh my god somebody like, needs, needed to take beast out I don't think he's going to be incarcerated I think he needs to be but I don't think it's going to end like we need it to end I think someone will have to take it to their own hands I think Wolverine's gonna have to lop off his goddamn head um, <laughs> and go on the run with the head so they can't confirm shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something needs to happen because, like, because he's avoiding the pit for some reason, which I'm really curious about. He has the data file of Xavier trying to uh, sleep with Jean. Because he can't be resurrected because that the, the state secrets would be in a telepath's head instead of his head. But would it be this head or would it just be access inside of Cerebro? Like, did, did, did they see the memories when they, like, download the things into people's heads? Yeah. They have access to it. Abigail but Brandon only Xavier would resurrect about, them. Um, 
one of the save files. I'm trying to follow up. Would, would have to be the one that resurrects them if they want to keep them state secrets. But if it's uh, Emma who resurrects Scott oh, Emma. every time. Oh, child, Emma. Do not even know what's going on inside of Booth's head. Emma would be so disappointed after me. Did Charles resurrect Abigail Graham? No, I think it was Hope. Was that? Oh, they put her memories back? Wait, no, it was Xavier. It was Xavier. Because they showed that scene of him being disappointed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But overall, I think that, like, yeah, Emma will be really sorely sad that Beast went this way. Because the stories are literally being told in reverse. I think like I think like Xavier probably doesn't even like I think the thing with the, I think everybody else will probably try to look and see if Beast memories what's going on. I know Xavier probably wouldn't because he's always seen as the most unethical one. So he will try to be as ethical as possible about it. Ethical about it. Ethical. Ethical about it because I think he ever said, Oh yeah, you gotta do some some fucked up shit. But he's probably like, I don't wanna know nothing because y'all can't say I didn't peek in your mind or did anything. Mm-mm, I'm not even gonna look. I'm just gonna resurrect, but they have to hold it in their heads regardless in order to put it back in somebody else's head. Yeah, you do. You have to read it, even for a little bit. Though, Xavier has established that he can perform telepathic, like, uh, erasures of his own memories. Um, but in the truth, I feel like this is the final nail in, uh, in Xavier's coffin if anyone finds out about it, because he sanctioned Beast. He he spoke right. up for Beast. He gave Beast these infinite powers, and like Beast used his name to wave in front of anyone who questioned him to get access and the powers that he wanted. The Beast five of them like, we shouldn't be doing this. We have a sanctity about resurrection with Omega Red that even if he did these things, you can't. We don't want to do it. And him just going, Xavier said, "You have to do whatever I said. I did. I get made to order resurrections. So do it now." Right. Beast is who Xavier handpicked to replace him in the Illuminati when he died. So, like, it makes a lot of sense that he's the unethical one that Charles explicitly trusts. I think this is what gets Xavier impeached from the council. Yeah, I think the fall of X is going to be about him. I don't think it's going to be about the fall of Krakoa. Emma needs... Emma's going to take the reins. Uh-uh. <laughs> she can't, she's not playing this anymore. I mean, Emma's going to the reins. Um, I mean... She needs to. I mean, she cares Slide about the children. in there. Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm, Emma cares about the children and students just as much as Charles. Well, she cares about them more. Yeah, because she actually cares about their well-being, and he doesn't give a fuck. When's the last time Xavier's even been to Academos? Never. <laughs> He's never said that thing. Yeah, Jonathan Hickman's um, House of X, Powers of Ten. Okay, so, like, that was, like, one fucking time. He does not, he don't, he don't take him in that big-ass element over there. Mm-mm. That was during 2019 Soft Reboot House of X Powers of Ten by writer Jonathan Hickman. I think yeah, he literally, said he, literally said, he literally said fuck them kids. Literally. Mm-hmm. But like, 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 like verbally like, saying it. 
Yeah, really, pretty much. He's like, he's kind of just like, he's like, like he's kind of like not concerned with everything that's going on. Like, like, like he's not concerned. He's kind of just like, I need to like keep the quiet council in order and y'all figure out everything else on your own. I'm kind of good. I didn't raise my kids. I ain't raising no more kids. That's what it's giving. Like I'm a like I'm a grandmother, Krakoa. I'm not doing nothing else. But he didn't even raise the kids that he he's just a beast. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. But in all, I don't think this book had much. I think this was a good linking series to whatever's about to happen in Wolverine. Um, I'm happy they didn't do the thing where Wolverine attacks Tessa. It was like, oh no, he's a monster. That's I'm over that storyline. I think he's just going to be evidence of like take all the war crimes off the table. What he personally did to Wolverine is such sick shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's a deep portrayal. That's a deep, deep portrayal. Like you didn't have to do that all because he told you no. All because he was feeling disillusioned because of your actions. You couldn't just sit down and talk to him. Beast doesn't think that way. He just thinks, well, what can I do to get the results that I want? I don't give a fuck about how I get there, just that I get the results I want. Or who I hurt along the way. Storm needs to throw another lightning bolt in his fuck goddamn back. I oh. she's busy fight well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Storm just has been Mama. doing nothing the last two weeks. She's just been walking around. <laughs> Mama has been giving the girl tail. She hasn't missed a hair appointment though, you notice that. Sure hasn't. So let's let's get into it. Uh what's next in the docket? Marauders. 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 Okay. Judges, your scores? Six. Eight. I don't actually know what's going on in this book. Y'all would have to, like, actually explain it to me. I have no idea what's going on. The only thing I can put in the terms is that these niggas is out here fighting giants. (laughs) Basically. There's something with Sublime and Arkea, and then Strife shows up. Girl, can we just not? Yeah, I think Strife is a step too far. I don't think we need... I think literally we did not need that. Like, it, it, why is Strike here? Because they wanted a familiar villain, I guess. But I'm like, you guys did not need that because we don't even have cable John in the story to make Strike. We're fine. We don't have right. a cable in the story to make Strike even necessary. We have cable in X Men Red. We don't need another cable in Marvel. And like, it's it's just I, I don't I can't explain what the fuck is going on other than this giant screen. How how strife fits into this is, is like how the fuck did you even get here? Unmasking yourself as strife in front of someone who doesn't even know who strife is. Right. Hey, no one cares. Yeah, this is a mask that's on the floor in front of him. And I wouldn't have even guessed that was a mask. I was like, oh, that's just what he looks like. Is it, oh, he's a mutant betrayer who betrayed his people? Okay, that's interesting. It was interesting up until they said it was Strife. And then they completely lost me. 
Strife is only a good villain when Cable's in the story, or you have like Madeline in the story. Like one of the Summers is in the story. There's no Summers in the story. Half the team is lost. They said that they lost Pride, but I, for the life of me, couldn't find the panel where they lost Pride. Who? Kate. Kate. She lost. What? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she got taken over by either Archeo or Sublime. But that was never. They really said it, child. but you never saw it. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it was last issue. Who knows? Who absolutely no, knows? And who absolutely cares? Um, they killed Fong. They killed the the one we all... Well, I didn't like that bruiser because I, I'm tired of Black characters being used as, like, the, the simple brutes who just get strong. Oh, the... I want to talk about, the like, like, the powers talk about that. Oh, not like... I don't know. This issue could have been way better. I think the only thing they're working on actively in the story is building Somnus up to be potentially this most like really powerful dream sorcerer situation going on. Mm-hmm. But very definitely drawing the lines that he's not a telepath. Yep. But Somno Force is his own thing. Dreams are their own thing. I think that's the type of unity that's going on here is that Archaea and Sublime can't dream. All of it is just like, we're... Cassandra Nova is the only thing that's interesting right now. Cassandra Nova is who would have made this book a better uh, reveal than Strife. And let her have been going by Ernst. So we can fix that finally. This is wild. This is all wild. Yeah, I give it a seven. There's not a lot saving this story. I think they're doing the world building of Threshold in general and going like, you know, this is the primordial soup, but there's like parts where they lost me. I, I didn't understand some aspects of like the Threshold shit because it was just so highbrow. It's like they're trying to do far mm-hmm. sector, right? Mm-hmm. But like they're not hitting the points that far sector hit to make sense. And yeah, I'm so upset that this is more world building about threshold who are really like not even racially coded that we definitely get a Morocco. All of this about threshold, and we're still waiting to hear anything about Rocco. You know, we get a Rocco stuff every time Al Ewing puts his pen to paper. We get a drop of Rocco stuff. I know the breeding cycles of Threshold intimately. Mm-hmm. Anywho, moving on, because there's yeah. not that much we talk about Marauders. Right. It's a dry book. Right? I just don't know what's going on. It's a lot going on at once. Um, I, I think the thing I think the thing that I'm having my biggest problem with it, like is continuity concerning. And this is like a continuity based situation, but it's not making sense. I don't know why Strife is here. Um, I, we all know that the Mysterium Cube is there, but when did Mysterium get there? It's just like it's it's too many holes in the story, so it's really becoming exhausting 
because I can't figure out where it is. And then, like, you're introducing all these characters, all these subplots. I don't know what's going on. And then, like, like you said, like someone said, the big bad of it being Archaea and Sublime is enough. Why a strike here? I feel like and also, and, and, also, and also, where in strife continuity is this strife? That's and why always would he care, right? And how does he know about? He only cares about fucking up the Summers family, right? And pissing off Cable. Those are the two things that he's motivated by. And this has nothing to do with Cable. It has nothing to do with Apocalypse. And the thing that Apocalypse doesn't know about, if Apocalypse doesn't know about Threshold, how does Strife? This makes no sense. And Another this, one I can't. And this is why I don't read shit. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> don't have to that in there. Whatever. Right. I did. On to. I, don't know. I feel like to give me hope for next week. I do suspect that the cube got sent into the future by this abducted Kitty Pride through Sublime or Archaea as a trap. It feels like they're trying to say that this is all a trap um, to pull them back into the closed loop on something. Yeah, because none of this is making sense. It better have a higher purpose. Because, because time travel is intimately involved in this story. Mm-hmm. Um... And we got now have someone who went back with them, who in truth, there's, like, there's several people who shouldn't even been there, who did go back and are now back there. I don't know. We'll see. All of them. Everybody that's in the scene. And where's Cerebra? Like back, back in the regular timeline. Oh my god, it's such a mess. It does get me concerned about like the execution of this Krokoa and the other Krokoas. Like literally through the timelines of the Myra's, the ten lives of Myra. This Krokoa, I'm trying to remember what made this Krokoa different. I think it's because they invited the villains back. So in every potential timeline, Kitty Pride would be able to go backwards. But this one, they brought back Cassandra Nova with them. And Cassandra Nova being whatever that thing is called, where you're like, you have a duplicate, you're just your evil double. Uh-huh. Momo Dry. Your Momo Dry. I think it has something to do with the Momo Dry. Yeah, they, they, they acknowledged that she was a Momo Dry when they saw her. I think, uh, uh, what's up? What, I can't think of a person's fucking name. One of the plant looking lady acknowledged that she was a Momo Dry, oh, but they, um, but said what I was saying. Uh, garden or Grove. Wanna be Genesis. Grove. That's what I call her. Wanna be Genesis. Grove. Yeah. I don't know. I think it has something to do with the Mama Dry. I feel like those fungi people are all Mama Dry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the tie-in to this, is that they want to access our potential access to Mama Dry and they knew getting Cassandra Nova back would do something. I'm, I'm just as confused. I don't know what's going on. We're going I mean, to see an evil know. version of Kitty Pride soon. Yay! Come on, Ogun. Right. Oh, God. Next up on the docket. We have X. I'm sorry, Immortal X Men number nine. Oh, what? I don't know what 
Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say ten. You read it? I always read Immortal X Men. Oh, see, y'all stop playing with me. <laughs> stop playing with me, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a ten. You give it a ten. I give it a ten. I was. Re- I, I just enjoyed Mister Sinister. I just think he's just great. He's just great. Yes. One thing that he was consistent about is, ain't no fucking way that nigga's gonna uh, kill Storm before he gets anybody else. So this bitch is. Like, he made no. Notes. He made notes. He said he made a note. He said just give up on this bitch. It's <laughs> like go send a bomb to Rocco. Just do something. Get her out the room. I give up. I just distract her. <laughs> There's no way. Like, every time I throw hands on this bitch, she fucked me up. <laughs> I do like how he used the scientific method in this. This is mm-hmm. one of the best executions of a scientist using the scientific method, I think, in Marvel the last 10 years. Because he showcased, like, this is how you do that shit. This is how you have experiment and you analyze every single situation. Because I feel like they just get so used to being mad scientists that they don't let the scientists kind of think methodically about shit. And how he got down to that last life and how he was constantly learning. It's like, okay, by like life four, I realized that Destiny's visions only get pronounced when I involve her or someone she loves in the situation. So let me stop just blowing up everything and trying to do a zero-sum takeout. And let's just target specific individuals. And then he was like, the psychic bomb worked. I'm going to keep that. He was doing shit that in Power Rangers kind of confused me when they never did, which is when they see something that worked a little bit, they never stuck to it. Or even in Charm. Charm is a more accurate representation of that, where the demons just weren't learning from each other because they were stupid. Yeah. It was a great issue. Oh. So good. Robust. Really was. I got yeah, the thing that storms over it. Storms over it. And it's even for how this whole day is centered around Kitty Pride and what she's experiencing through all of this, which makes it even funnier. And she's like, "Okay, he's here again." And then, like, and, and then, like, how Emma kills him. It's it's the deaths that that it's the deaths for me. And like every time he dies, it's funny as shit to me. It was like Emma taking out his eyes, the one that really took me out the most. I thought that was like the funniest fucking one. It was like realizing he can't leave Hope by herself. He was like, all right, I'm going to take out everyone except Hope. He said, no, you need to take out Hope in the first strike, no matter what. Because she's, she's just going to steal somebody power. else's power and no Plus, how the fuck is she the Omega and she can't duplicate a power on the island just randomly? She's limited to people in her room with her. That doesn't feel very Omega level, though I will say maybe it's just a depth. I'm like, you guys are just giving me more seeds to say that Sync is a better power manipulator than Hope. Like, she... she wait, no, that's inaccurate. I meant to say she... Uh, Sync is a better power mimic than she is. And she's a better power manipulator. Okay, so uh, this is what I think the problem is. Power. I think this is what the problem is. The problem is Sync has better overall range of using the sinks than syncing with the people's abilities than Hope does. But on the other hand, Hope is better than Sync because when when Hope has access to somebody's ability, she immediately knows 
the best way to use it immediately. Sync has to learn it. Like how Gene had to train Sync and how to use his telepathy and telekinesis. Hope doesn't need any training. She immediately goes into like, I know what to do. I got you. But you have to be in a specific range for her. Sync has a different, has a better range than her. That's the problem. Because like he reached for Gene's abilities all the way on fucking Mars. Hope he can, he can duplicate non-mutant powers, whereas yeah. with few exception, Hope can't either. And that's why yeah, I say she's a, he's a better mimic than she is because the the range of things he can do with just the mimicry aspect surpasses Hope by far. I will say, like, I think a part of his power is that he does have an innate aptitude with the abilities. Um, it's just telepathy. I don't know. I don't want to say I. it's inaccurate that seeing him being trained because he does get trained in it sometimes. But, like, telepathy is a power that's not just raw strength. It's, like philosophical shit goes along with it, like teaching you like, hey, you could brute force through someone's head, but Gene is a person who will tell you, but like, actually there's a better backdoor to do it than brute strength. Um, right. Like, yeah, you can like trap, you can go to the astral plane, but this is how you trap someone in the astral plane. And I also am curious too about why hope dying is so important. Because one thing he said in the book is like, uh, um, without hope, there's no hope. Like, what is what does that mean? I think he so um, hope is who cycles through. So the five don't function without hope. Like she's that. Like it, she you can't swap in sync for her because it's not a. It's her role is not a function of um, duplicating their powers. It's a function of regulating their powers so that they work well together. And she's right. the only one that can do that. Okay, so, th- so then my question is, why would he want to destroy that when he admits in this issue that even his cloning is not as great as Kokoa science and with, the mo- with, the, with all the more metagers he has in his, in his lab? Because Sinister's crazy. I think this is like- to prove a point of, like, he didn't want to be judged by anyone there. But I think there's another play going on because it don't it don't make any sense to do this. He lashes out in this way, and it sets him up for an abysmal failure. Um, like it's, it shows his belly a lot, right? And I would say like maybe he's trying to take the telepaths off the table, but that's not even accurate in itself because he wasn't. He was literally just trying to take out Hope Summers to send a message about what he will or won't be judged for um, and to cripple Krakoa temporarily. Right, because they can resurrect. I'm pretty sure they have um, eggs ready with the five hidden somewhere that no one knows. I'm pretty sure they do. No, they have mutants that can whose power is resurrection so that they can pull back whoever right. those people are. And other thing too, is like when, when the Krakoa age started, they already talked about contingencies if they all didn't exist, the only person, and this is why it's always funny to me, they're always a quick to kill egg. Egg is the only one that's not replaceable. Mm-hmm. It's, that's why I like straightforward powers that are just really specific because no one can duplicate what the fuck egg can do. One, but once he makes the eggs, they don't necessarily need him for the rest of the process. So he just pops out a whole bunch of eggs and gets killed. You can bring that him back to it. But the ass get destroyed, they're fucked. Yep. That's why I always find the way they they're so willing to destroy him. I think the person should really put on the on the line of the line of fire is Elixir because he's the most regenerative out of all of them. 
But it's hard to kill Elixir because he can resurrect himself. That's what I'm saying. That's the point. That's why he should be can him and Protean should be cannon fodder, cannon fodder versus it being egg all the time. Because egg has said something about that in um in AVX about like, oh, I gotta die again. Like, y'all about to kill me again. Mm-hmm. And also, I am very curious about why Dark Beast's head is inside of uh, Sinister's lap. Also, Sinister's a little dick. That's why. Because yeah. <laughs> Dark Beast, when he came over to the six one six, quote unquote, created the Morlocks using AOA Sinister's science, and that's what caused him to want to do the mutant massacre. Uh, he recognized this science, and he said, mm, "No, I'm not doing this. Get rid of this." See, I knew that like Sinister did it, and I knew by Sinister did was behind the uh, elimination of Morlocks. He thought they were like genetically inferior, but also knew that Beast from the AOA, Dark Beast, was involved in making the Morlocks. That makes complete sense. He's he's mm-hmm. that much of an egotist that he would not want his own. He want his own version of his own universe work to be shown. Mm-hmm. By, not his counterpart, which that citizen was was when I say was not more ethical but much more kinder. But I also have a theory that like this sensor is a clone because he wasn't judged like how Craven wasn't judged because he was a clone also. These clones are all just acting the fuck up lately. I don't, I, and I really don't, and I really don't think that Doctor Stasis is. I don't think none. Of, I, think, I think none of them are. I think all of them are clones. I think I think Sinister Prime is dead. I think he just I think he died back then. And the and the four uh cards of the four cards of Sinister, I don't know what it's called them. The Ace, the Club, the Diamond and the um and the Heart. I think they all are just clones. I think none of them are the original original Nathan Nathaniel Essex. I don't think none of them are. I think mm-hmm. also like there are aspects of his original personality split in fours. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I hate to say this because you know it's a great franchise. Uh, Transformers did that with Starscream, where they broke up his components into, I think, like six to seven other Transformers that had essences of his personality, even his feminine side. So, like, there's a possibility that all these, you know, versions of the thing exes that are running around are versions of him. There will be. That's why I think that the theory about I don't know if I watched that video, but the theory about Mother Righteous being the heart sinister makes sense. I didn't even see that theory, but I agree. I think there's, it's there's a video the, the video I sent to the group chat like a while ago about sinister, but there was a theory that Mother Righteous is a sinister. And that's it why she's appearing nowhere. It makes sense because I do believe that's also would be the part of Sinister that would trust in magic. Right. That she's the heart sinister, and that there's another there's the clubs, um, the the um, the space sinister is still somewhere out there. But uh, but they think that Mother Righteous is the heart sinister. The space sinister is probably doing some fuck shit with celestials. Yeah. So he's covering all re- like revenues. Because it makes it's sense. Because like was- each one has a different name. They're not all called sinisters. They're all Nathaniel Essexes. Right. And Dr. Sinister, Sinister, Mr. Sinister is just the name he picked up. Right. Because you got, okay, so you got. And Mr. Sinister has uh, a female. 
because you got mm-hmm. Medicine, you got so you got magic, it's time. You got one that's in space right now. Well, Mr. Sinister is about the genetics. He's all about the X gene in itself, the Essex gene, uh, his pursuit to understand it. Uh, one is about like transhumanism. So he's looking at robotics and using, uh, joining up with orchids to ascend humanity through that technolo- technological pursuit. Um, right. One, Brother Righteous, is using magic, godhood, right. and like spirituality. Um, and then the final one, it's science. Magic, biology, time. I think that's the part of it where they're doing the cosmic bullshit. So it would be celestials. Big old cosmic bullshit. Phoenix Force bullshit, most likely, but cosmic bullshit. Ooh, I can't imagine it. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine Sinister with the Phoenix Force. I don't really want to get that. That was it. <laughs> Only go fuck with eternity and shit. <laughs> Running afoul of the um of the ultimates. That level of bullshit. And also too, like Mother Rice's mask does cover where her heart would be at, her heart symbol or her forehead would be at. She takes that mask off as a heart under it or a spade. I'm gonna be really, really excited to see. Plus they gender bend a lot. Yeah, and what, he, what she did to um to Banshee is very much in line with some shit that Nathaniel Essex would do. Just take someone, turn them to their champion. Right. It just makes a lot of sense. Like I just, I just don't because like no one knows anything about her identity. Nothing. They know nothing about her. The spirit of variance, or whatever the fuck that Banshee has now, right? Who's an off-brand ghostwriter? Like and she's also she's also a telepath. So, but but then, but know. even like the talks to like the Marvel wikis, there's no information. Like everything is even like the Marvel the Marvel database has it written that her real name is unknown. And that her her personal information, her identity is secret. No one knows anything about her. Even like what is in her Marvel database is what we've only seen in the book so far. Mm-hmm. Would it be interesting if they revealed um, that? Well, I don't know. I think Myra might know the truth. She's not saying anything because this is like since the sinister happened before. I believe this has to play out. Yeah, because like because Sinister was complicit in the demise of a version of Krakoa in an alternate timeline because he gave him he gave him away to the um uh, man man machine um alliance. So like and he also made the chimeras. So like Sinister has played a major role in Krakoa, but I think this is like why this Krakoa wins is because they stopped Sinister. And I and I wanna say that Xavier knows this because if, if, if Mormon Tagger told him everything and like he had a psychic scan download of everything that she knows about the alternate timelines, she he knows about the sinister doing what the sinister did. So there's a possibility that he may have been just keeping like 
his thumb on Sinister and put him in the council to keep a better eye on him. But then that also would mean that everybody else should know about Sinister being treacherous also. I'm really everyone always known that Sinister is treacherous. They just don't know what what the treachery will be. Yeah, no one, no one, no one likes Sinister on the on the council. Like even and even Shaw doesn't trust him. And that says a lot about Shabbat. Like if Sebastian Shaw doesn't even see you as an opportunity, that's some foul shit. I mean, he really don't fuck with you. That nigga's an opportunist. And if Shaw doesn't see you as an opportunity, that is some real shit. That is some real know, shit. And you know Shaw's all about his business, so you yeah. are a liability. You are a liability. Right. And dicking down his best friend. Right. Yeah, so if Shaw don't fuck with you, that's some real shit. That's really interesting. I wish you how this unfolds. When the sentence, I wonder what sentence the sinister starts. It's in January or February. Uh, it's January. January. I think it's like January 18th or something. Um, that's going to be... I, and I also wonder, is Sense of Sinister going to be what he's imagining inside of the pit? Or is it something that really happens? We'll have to see when it happens. Oh, God, I'm so stressed out. Yeah, because I wonder if it's going to be one of those like uh, character things. Like I thought that's kind of what they was gonna do, like a like a theory that I read about um The Walking Dead, which I know a lot of us haven't watched that show for what in forever. Like this whole that whole entire zombie apocalypse or whatever was all a imagination in Rick's mind. All a poor, but you you get what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. it's like they have like this whole entire thing panned out, imagined everything. Like I think that. I think that would be kind of cool, but then I'd be pissed too. I think now it's time to move on to our final book. X-Men Red. Number eight, number nine. Judges. Your scores. Ten. 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 The two books are never... In, in the Cohen age, <sighs> I'm a nine. What is my... You're a what? I'm a nine on my spirit. I'm still searching, digging deep. Mm. I'll give it a ten. Okay. Why don't you have to think about it? Now, now I know why you mm. had to think about it. Um, so I'm like sitting here trying to piece together the ongoing story in this issue, right? And going through it, going through it, flipping through it, um, to the introduction of Vulcan, to the execution, the attempted execution of his niece, to uh, the grand reveal of Dark Skin Bobby. I'm sorry, he's not Dark Skin, Light Skin Bobby. <laughs> and this run, and the final reveal of Storm posing, and I think my issue with this this particular drop is that it didn't give enough fanfare and enough like spotlighting on Abigail Brand. I think they try to do it with half the book, but go Abigail Brand, she's still nefarious. She's been a bad, bad girl. Um 
but nothing really synced together into her goals for me. And I think that's what I was struggling with is like, there's a hole in the last two issues that shaped like they were trying to walk a tightrope of maybe no longer have Bagnito to do the horrible thing that's necessary and to carry that dialogue. And that dialogue hold was just like a sink. Like I was just sinking through. Um, I think they tried to cover it with cable, but even that doesn't work. It, it, yeah, there was just too many holes in the dialogue that didn't connect the motives of everything going on for me to the actions. And then at the end, we just kind of plopped down Storm. And Storm's posing me in a bad bitch and everything. But I'm like, how is this supposed to go? I can't figure out what the fuck they did to Manifold. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This, is. this is a really badass um, reveal of Brown Bobby. Well, okay, so this is an interesting part about that reveal. So, like, when the House of X and Powers of Ten books came out, they had a bunch of foreshadowing mm-hmm. covers, and that was a cover. So when I saw mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh, they have foreshadowed this. And the crazy part is, this was foreshadowed when Hickman was writing these books. Now Hickman is not writing. I wonder how much work has Hickman said, these things have to happen somehow. Y'all can name the books, y'all want to name them, y'all can put whatever team y'all want to name, but these characters have to have these events to keep the story going. These things have to happen. And I was just orgasmic when Brown Bobby took Vulcan's powers. It was like, um, I absorbed solar radiation, so now what? Mm-hmm. Like, it was oh, a flex. I, I think it was a big one. moment of showing, like, you're the Omega level of my classification, but it doesn't mean you can just, like, kill me. <laughs> it's like, I'm as immune to your powers as you are immune to mine. I have that aspect. Um, you're just... Is- really good at doing that and also his brown bobby is really is my favorite version of brown bobby oh, yeah. oh i love Roberto Costa. oh love him like yeah. him better when he starts to look i do yeah definitely because that that threw me off but it was it was definitely a badass panel and i love the reference i also have to say that xavier's a fucking idiot because oh, i think that for me the the thing that made me kind of like really irritated by him even more is the fact that okay, Omega levels are you know a resource for Coca Cola. We understand that, but to try to replace Magneto with Vulcan, who we all know is fucking mentally unstable, for you to go and then I think he did perform telepathic surgery and basically fix whatever. It make him even more dangerous because now he's not fucking like he's still like like radical or whatever, but he's more centered. You get what I'm saying? So now it's like he's even more he's even more dangerous. Like, why would you feel like that would be a good idea to replace Magneto with Vulcan of all people? Right. Because well, I mean, make... go ahead. Well, I don't think I don't think no one knew that Vulcan went through this programming by these aliens 
that the failsafe was him being resurrected and him becoming coming back as Emperor Vulcan. Because he was Emperor Vulcan before that. That that part of his memories were semi-edited or something. They did something to those memories. And then but the right. tension the intention was him to be resurrected. That was a plan for him to be resurrected, come back, and then being his Emperor Vulcan persona and act a complete fool. But right. I just yeah, but for but for me, yeah, and I understand I understood that part, but for me, I'm like giving him like his 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 history and stuff like that. I I personally wouldn't have done it. That's just me. Uh, okay, okay. I personally think that it was a bad choice. I felt like they could have found another Omega. I don't think I would have I don't think I would have trusted that. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think there are a ton of Omegas that they could have chose from. They could have chose. And also, like, you know, why did they not, like... <sighs> I think Legion I think, is like, right there. Right. And I think that's also, like, that would make more sense because, one, Legion is is is, is X-Men legacy, number one. Number two, um, he has a relationship with Magneto enough where, like, you know, they have a mutual respect for each other. And then there are and anyone else, anyone else but Vulcan. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I understand there's a power vacuum, and I get that part of it, but, like, just because someone's powerful does not know that you did, they they are smart and they are able to lead. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah, and, and especially with his history with the Shi'ar, I'm definitely not resurrected you. And performing and, surgery. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> right. And 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 the and, and the part of the issue too that I'm really confused about is that like him and Death have a secret child somewhere. Y'all catch that? Yeah. I was like, okay, so y'all really want a car child. Well, I can't I'm 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 really wondering where this child is and when they're gonna bring him when they're gonna bring them into the, into the series. That's technically Zandra's cousin. So like that baby, mm-hmm. that baby is floating floating around somewhere, hidden from both. Because like Deathbird said that she doesn't know what the baby is either. Like the baby's gone away from both of us. I, I just think it's crazy it that all of the Summers members have a fetish for alien and black women, except for Havoc. Right. Well, he like he like demon he like demon pussy, so that's what that is. Right. They all they all, they all, they all got a strange taste for strange pussy. That's what that's about. Yeah. He's he like he's uh, he, he like a little goblin on the side. Right. Havoc is the the Courtney Kardashian of the Summer Family. Ooh, okay. Uh, mm. Oh, that's messy. So 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 who's Chloe and who's Kim? Um, Kim is clearly Cyclops, mm-hmm. and Chloe is Adam X. Oh, you'll just give Havoc. Hmm? Wait, Havoc is the brother. Oh, Rob. Rob. Mm-hmm. No, Havoc is is Courtney. So who is Vulcan? Rob, stop it! People know Vulcan's name. People know Vulcan's name. He walks through the front door. People are afraid of Vulcan. Vulcan solo the X Men by himself. He looked at that jeans telepathy and went, "Girl, 
psionic energy is still energy, baby. <laughs> he is the most indestructible he did, creation. He did the same thing to Rachel. When they met, I'm sorry, it was Rachel. She was like, I can't even read read his mind because he's controlling the psychic energy. I can't do nothing with it. It was Rachel. I misspoke. It was Rachel. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix. He was, he was, he was in the same ballpark. Yeah, you were close. Enough. I don't want yeah, to spell at him. He said, "I eat magic energy too." I don't know why you thought that would be different. <laughs> Vulcan uh, tanked damn um, black bolt screams. Like, okay, girl. I don't know. If it's energy, it won't do shit to me. You need to give him a you need him a bebonic plague. <laughs> yeah, basically you have to just kill him. There's no, well, you can't you just kill him. You can't stab him because he can also absorb um kinetic energy. Yeah. You have to kill him. You have to you have to do some underhanded shit. That's why it was wow. I was reading that I said Tarn is actually the perfect person to kill him. And I was, everyone was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, he is a biokinetic. Like, that's flat out what you need to kill him. There's no energy involved. It's just telling someone's name a biokinetic. He's a biopath. That's the word they said. No, it's they said biomancy. So he just does it to yourselves. He just tells yourselves to, hey, cancer is really good. <laughs> and then he just makes it happen. That's how weaponless Zen became weaponed Zen. Yeah. With them damn blades uh, embedded in her forearms. That are oh, nearly as sharp we- as Adam. Iraqi... He was the Iraqi Weapon X. Oh. Mm-hmm. She's the Iraqi Wolverine. You had it right the first time. Yep. Iraqi Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Her and Laura get along, get along famously. Older Laura, the one that was trapped in the vault. Especially because, you know, I think the Nightcrawler fucked her. I think Nightcrawler's calling on Laura next. You know, like having sex with his friend's children. Yeah, he's weird. It's really exciting me. Because he's your type. Who, Vulcan? Yeah. No, nah, he's not my type. Too you pretty. can give Vulcan some pussy? No, nah, I actually wouldn't. He's not my type. He's not my type. Brown Bobby. Oh no, girl. I can't say that. I'm not gonna say that. All. I'm not gonna say that live. <laughs> I started hearing bongo drums as soon as you asked <laughs> Brown Bobby. Yeah, no, Brown Bobby not my type either. Like, uh, I mean, he probably be cute though, but he's not my type. And uh, I, I like, I like black men. Well, they don't talk my race. I don't think that's not my race in my culture anymore. He's, he's, Bobby's he's black. In our world, he'd be a full black man. No, he would not. Not if he's on TikTok. They try to argue with that man about his mixed heritage and where he's from. And, mm-mm. Mm-mm, I don't think that's not my race in my he's, culture. No I've learned to the, the largest, The largest black population outside of the continent of Africa is Brazil. Yeah. And he, his daddy is a whole I, nigga. Do not date outside my culture or my race. He's outside my culture. It is not happening. I would never be outside my culture again. Never again. And I don't have time. Look, I'm, I'm going to say some fucked up shit. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, after dating a Caribbean person, 
and this is no slander to Caribbean people at all, I don't have time to break down American nuances around race and politics anymore. I don't have it in me anymore. If you're not African-American, I'm just not interested anymore. It's too much work. I want like I got enough shit going on with me just being a black man and you being a black man, and I got to explain to you why you cannot call all Asian people Chinamen when you see them on the street. Please, Caribbean people, stop doing that. I don't have time. I can't do that. I can't explain to you because like because because you be because people be really shocked how conservative Caribbean people are compared to African Americans. Mm-hmm. It's because Catholicism is is yeah. there also. Right. So just like, like culturally, I just don't have the bandwidth for it anymore to try to like explain. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I, I, I'll put my pussy on anything on this earth, but like keeping somebody else up? No, I'm good. Them days is done. Them days is done. It's funny you say uh, that because especially because Brown Bobby is a full on capitalist with a capital C. <laughs> But, but he's also the upper crust of what he's Brazilian, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the upper crust of Brazilian society, which is much more reason why I would not really want to date him either. Because, like, he lives in a whole different world, also in that regard. Like, we would have nothing in common besides good sex. And and I think that's. I would absolutely sign the NBA and let him pay my bills. I don't think Brown Bobby's good in bed. I don't think he's good in bed. It's a recent development like that, too, because I liked, I really liked Sunspot back in the day. I remember even in Homo X-Men Evolution, he was the most interesting character to me. I realized he was like a natural character. I read up on him. Um, And like seeing that he was Black Brazilian was even great. And then like they did that fucking Avengers world and like added him to it. And like that was the downfall of his character to me because it was like the the looping in of the capitalism aspect and then like fleshing it out and going, now he's a billionaire and then they made him completely white in that book too. No, he was a billionaire the whole time when they met him, when we met him. And we it was levels to it. It was like turning him into the Tony Stark of Avengers world. Oh, where he bought AIM. Yeah. It was Al Ewing. But he's also legacy hellfire too. That's another thing. Like we really have nothing in common. We have nothing in common. Like besides the fact that like he probably has a pretty uncircumcised penis with a pink head, and I'm sure it's great. But I, as 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 an, as an American African American person, Black American, whatever you want to call me, I do not date outside my culture anymore. I, I I find it very very stressful, especially with like, um diaspora wars and things like that i just don't have the energy for it anymore i don't i don't want i don't want to i don't want to come home i think i think this is the thing and this is the thing that i think that's the stressful part for me i don't want to come home and my love life be a political minefield i don't have time for that right now i just want to be in love and happy i don't have time to go through like like nuances like you know like oh well well let's say i made somebody who's nigerian and and Showtime, you're from the DMV. The tension between Nigerian Americans and Black Americans in, in the DMV is insane as fuck. And I grew up in that. So shit. I, I think that is lot. Well, in talking to a lot of Nigerians that um, either are from this area or immigrated here, I think that is largely a function of 
um, how white supremacy portrays Black oh, Americans globally. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and so when immigrants come, the first thing that they try to do is, oh well, I know that the Black Americans are the lowest rung on the totem pole. Right. I'm not them. Right. And so they're trying to do that one-upsmanship shit, where where uh, uh, and then Nigerian culture is very. Um, proud of who they are yeah. as, as a culture. And that's, I, I don't fault them for that. That's yeah, not, there's nothing wrong with that. At all. It's just when you combine all of those things together, it comes off very like, girl, relax. You're black just like I am. Right. And I, and I, think, that, and and I, I think that's missed when immigrants come over is right. that they, they see white supremacy portraying black Americans as this evil, awful, no one ever should or want to be them group and then they get here and they realize you you do realize that like you're black too so like white americans are going to treat you like black americans they don't give a fuck where the fuck you're from because race trumps race trumps culture in the in the u.s right and contrary to the mess that kanye west has done that the media is not ran and owned by jewish people is ran by white supremacy and the lens of white supremacy of the media involving black people is shown to the rest of the world as who they think we are. And I really don't have the energy anymore to be in my household explaining to someone who doesn't have an American origin as me the nuances of what I experience. And you just think we all lazy or that we all use affirmative action or we all do these things. I don't feel like going through that. Like, I just don't have it in me anymore. I, and, and also, let's be very clear. Everyone else can love who they, who they want to love, and I support that. I just know that I don't have the bandwidth for that anymore. I just really don't anymore. It's just like it's too much work to have to like, and it also like get into the nuances of like queerness too, and like you know, you know, different cultures internalize homophobia, how they manage that are not the same way that we manage it as Americans. It's, it's two different, two totally different things. It becomes a whole litany of like microaggressive arguments in a relationship that that are um, from different cultures. And it does not have to be that way, and that is not a blanket statement for people who are in um, diverse relationships like that. But for me, as an I statement, I am not going to. I support anybody else. I don't think every, every relationship is the same, to be very clear about this topic. I don't think that everybody else is like terrible, who chooses to be in these kind of relationships. But I know for me, where I'm at spiritually right now, I cannot manage that. And actually dated someone who was outside my culture for six years. There were a lot of conversations that happened that were very uncomfortable at times. And I don't have that in me at 42. And 20-something me, good. 30-something me, good. 40-something me, I'm good. I don't have no energy for that anymore. I just want to come home and talk about American shit. I don't have time to be, like, going back and forth about, like, things that I just like, you know, like you sitting and talking about, well, a woman sits in the front seat of the car. I'm not doing all of that with you. I'm not talking about chivalry. I'm not talking about uh, how women should be and 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 misogyny and things. I, leave me alone. I want to come home and play my American dick and be fine. My American black penis and be fine. You know, I want to deal with your, your weird ass, like your weird ass, I like takes on like homosexuality and women and how they supposed to be. And that's not all cultures either, to be very clear. But I've had some really triggering conversations with people who are outside of my culture, who are queer, and I'm, uh, I'm good.
I'm so good on that. I would, but I will throw this this pussy for anything. That's black and brown. They just can't keep me. Like Queen Latifah said, hairspray is trying to wrap this mother up. <laughs> do we um do we want to do a circuit party? We did six books, y'all. I don't think so. I think <laughs> that was a circuit party. <laughs> okay. The the social political uh, state of Henry's forever pussy. <laughs> yeah. What she's not gonna do. Sometimes I, okay. I will say this also on transparency too. Sometimes I really like I really fear being this honest on this podcast. I feel like one day this honest is gonna bite me in the ass. Um, but it is what it is. I can't help but like not speak my mind. I think cause I think it's like I see you guys as like more than friends. I see you guys like as a brotherhood. So like I it's like I don't I feel like I'd be more honest with y'all because I, I see y'all as deeper, deeper than just friends. I see you guys as like my brothers that I've never like had. Like I have friends and shit. Like I have best friends, but like I really look at y'all like a brotherhood. So it's just like I don't really lie to y'all at all about the things I'm experiencing or seeing or feeling. And I think that sometimes maybe I should not say that so loud on the podcast. But then these are my personal feelings. These are my I statements. This is not to harm other people and their choices. But I know what Henry is not going to do anymore. But also, you know, people can't tell you about your experiences. So that's something that you went through. That's something that, you know, you dealt with firsthand. So it's not like you're saying like, oh, you know, everybody, you know, everybody goes through situations where they deal with this, you know, with, with dating, you know, outside of their culture and stuff. You're saying it from what you've experienced. So that's different. If people can't comprehend that, then that's like, you know, a personal issue. Because also like, like then, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. And then even if so you couch your or you preference your conversations with that in mind. And then even if you say something that like sounds like, mm, girl, you may not have meant what you just said. I think all of us take the opportunity to be like, mm, let's redirect this conversation so that it's it's saying what you want it to say rather than what it rather than something that people can harp on. Because you're saying this is your experience. Um, and then we ask follow-up questions to make sure that what you were saying does not come across could come across in a negative or harmful way. I think we all just innately just do that because we know that you don't mean to be harmful in what you're saying you just want to be clear and right. i think that that's all of our role is to be sure that we all communicate communicate clearly um what we intend and don't come off in a offensive way and we i think we all check each other on that right because like even when i make my age jokes i've been like i have some like i was like maybe i need to stop making age jokes not for the sake of Vontae's sanity but just for the sake they rip me asunder. They drive me insane. Because <laughs> I think for me, it's like, I really don't like talking about things that I have not experienced firsthand. You would never see me talking about, oh, um, uh, I prefer... Round me to come out to be shady. I prefer a tight hole over experienced hole. Like I'm not gonna have that conversation because <laughs> guess what? I'm not a I'm not a top. I'm a bottom. So I don't 
measure what other bottles are doing. I'm worried about my pussy. I don't measure what other bottles are doing. So, you know, you girls that have those kind of conversations, you girls are late. Um, but with that being said, like, I really don't talk about things that I've never experienced. If I don't know that, I just try to like, I don't know. I make it very clear that I don't know. And that's why I don't have an assessment to really make a judgment. But it's just like, if I experience something, I want to be able to share that. But I know that we live in a culture where people can catch strays and I can trigger people. And I, and I know that like, um, I'll probably say Showtime and maybe Vontae have been in social media relationship with me longer, especially in my raw clever days where I was, <laughs> Steven, you think you an asshole? <laughs> my old I'm an asshole people project that onto me. Not so much that I think I'm rude intentionally ever. <laughs> well, no, I am you, sometimes. But you think you think like like you know that you have moments. Anybody that's known me more than ten years in my old platform, my old social media platform. Oh, babe, let me tell you, I was the worst because like because just X Henry is my second Twitter account. My original Twitter got suspended. Um, because I threatened to kept being threatened to kept want to beat people up. Um, it's a different time, a different me. Well, Elon Musk will um, be unsuspending you soon. I hope not, because that that account is not edited. I don't know what's on that account. I do not know what's on. Now, granted, I've never been immensely problematic to the point where I'm like I've been transphobic or fatphobic or things like that. Because it's not my ministry. Um, because I can read the girls for for different reasons, not for how they look, for who they are. Um, but. I don't know how nuanced it is because sometimes, like, I roll into my Facebook post, I'm like, "Ooh, I gotta delete that." <laughs> I intentionally a long time ago went yeah. through and deleted all of my social media accounts that I am not actively using. Yeah, I'm my Facebook. Is- I'm about to buy my tweets soon, just cause. Yeah. I know my Just X Henry account is, is pretty much clean. I'm not really worried about that account. That account keeps getting suspended, keeps getting um, uh, violations because of like video content. But now that's kind of like not, that's like a misnomer now. So like you can get your account back if you get suspended for a video that you like for copyright infringement or whatever that shit is. Uh, but I don't say nothing crazy on my actual Twitter. But my Facebook, that shit goes back like to like I was when I was like 26, 27. I don't know what's on there some days until like I go like see a thing and it's like, oh, this is what you tweet on this day and like all this shit. Like, okay, girl, why did you say that? <laughs> delete that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to delete my Facebook because like I have so many photos on there of like just stuff. Oh, I've downloaded everything off of my Facebook and deleted that shit. Good for <laughs> Because I do not use Facebook, but I don't use Facebook at, like, I will, I will say this in passing. The only thing about, like, Facebook is really good, like, the group, like, the like the group things, like, the group, the groups on Facebook are really good. Like, a lot of the, like, Transformer groups that I'm in on, on Facebook are the only reason why I go on Facebook get, like, Transformer news and, like, or, like, or, like, stuff. I need to sell an action figure, by the way. I need to get that on there. But, uh, yeah. but anyhow, Monte, what books are next week? I don't know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you have one job. If you're not going to at least read the books, at least know what's coming out. Oh, God damn. You don't tweet the episodes. <laughs> you don't tweet the episodes. You want to read the books. I you want to know what's coming I next be, week. I be working. I'm sorry. I be busy. I'm not and we don't. Hold on. And we don't. I, bitch, I ain't, bitch, I ain't say you wasn't. I'm just saying. Bitch, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look. All right. All 
Child, the spirit of Tammy Roman is in now with bitch. That bitch would be ready to heart. Lord, I have my little imaginary long ass cigarette in my mouth right now. Hold on. Let me look at these days. All right, I got it. So next week we got Legion of X number eight. We have uh Dark Web X-Men number one. Oh, we got um uh, Monica Rebo uh Rebo's uh comic coming out next week too. Oh, um and then what else is coming out? Uh, yeah, Deadpool that's it. Yeah, Deadpool, we, ain't, we don't give a fuck about that. Um, that amazing Spider-Man number 15. That, that's a dark web tie-in. Uh, Savage Avengers number 8, if you guys are reading that. Um, got a couple Star Wars comics. The um, uh, This nigga ran uh, next week that is crazy yeah we got two yeah we got two books but that's that's it and yes i did steven yes i did whatever bitch you don't say that you don't say that with showtime did it Showtime don't run through the whole list. He wrote through the X Men books, he has done and then he talked about he books that we want to. X Men that wasn't X Men related. Yes, he did, and I know I'm not crazy. Yes, he did. Vante, I'm here to say you might be, you might be crazy. <laughs> you know what? Check yeah. out, baby. You trying to take Christy so bad? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Steven, he wants you to be Jackie Christie so bad. Why he be coming at you like that? Now I got to handle up on Jackie's ass. Now I got to handle up on Jackie's ass. <laughs> 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 Bitch. Lord. Um, but yeah, um, also, just a note, this is a, um, just some housekeeping. We will not be recording the weekend of Christmas and the weekend of New Year's. We are taking two weeks off to enjoy our friends, families, whatever pussies and dicks that we would like to play in and gift give to our men or lack thereof. All right, bitches, we out. Thanks a lot. Baggots. All right, love y'all. Bye. Bye.